0: An esteemed uh, jury selected 10 follow films from across all genres such as animation, fiction, documentary or interview style of the films that were part of the competition we mentioned earlier and uh, they premiere today. They premiere today and they'll be available to you as of tomorrow. So, these uh, they will premiere across the Ladima Foundation sites. So, uh, Kabu spoke uh, to Ladima co founder Lara utain Preston about the project and uh, what uh, she had to share. This is what she had to share with Kabu regarding uh, these films. Of course, remember, we've got uh, Fezeka and Aurelia, the two ladies from South Africa, who made the final uh, top 10.
1: The Ladima Foundation is a Pan-African not-for-profit. Um, myself, I'm one of the co-founders with Adima uh, Otuakon from Nigeria. Um, and our primary objective is to empower women working in film, TV content um, across Africa. So we've got a number of pillars and objectives in terms of how we do that. Um, one of them is is very much around training and development. Um, we started training, we had our first trainings in, in Nigeria in January this year. We will be rolling out training online and on sites um, again this year, although on-site obviously depends on, on the world events, but our online training platform uh, will be launching from September. And we work primarily across uh, seven disciplines, so documentary filmmaking, directing, editing, producing, script writing, animation, cinematography. Uh, um, I think that's all seven, and yeah, so so training is one area, another one is around um, networking and communities. So we have an online platform called the a list, which is a digital community for for women. We've got about twelve hundred uh, women from over forty African countries signed up on that, and it's a place to share opportunities to find work. Um, It's becoming more and more of a digital interface um, and it's, it's continually being upgraded. So it's really a digital community where women can connect, um, find different opportunities, network, and really create a, a community of African women working in the industry. We've also got a number of other uh, platforms such as our... African Women's Film Festival Network. Um, We also give awards and we do recognition. Um, So those are our our primary objectives. So um, today at um, 3 p.m. Central African time on the Ladima Foundation Facebook page, we will be um, screening, premiering 10 short films, two-minute films made by African women about their experiences in COVID-19. So this was actually... um, an idea that came from our partner Deutsche Welle Academy. Um, We've been working with them for a while now. And yeah, we decided that we needed to create a, we need to hear these stories. um, What's actually happening in terms of women's lives, COVID-19 globally, and especially in Africa, we find affects women, impacts their lives in many more ways, just because of things like domestic abuse, um, economic vulnerability, healthcare, So we wanted to put it out there and see what challenges, what hope, what is happening. So um, we put out a call and really we received um, nearly 200 films from 18 African countries, which was just incredible. And then um, the final, the ten that were selected will be shown today on um, our Facebook page. They'll then be um, on our website, Ladima.Africa, as well as on various other platforms. so yeah, it's, just, it's been an amazing a sort of slice of, of life, kind of a, just a snapshot into the challenges, as well as the hope and resilience of, of African women. So this, this competition um, really was just looking to hear women's stories. Um, we weren't really, it's, it's, it was open to any, anyone. You would not have to be a professional filmmaker. There were many women you can see, maybe who'd never made a film before and just picked up their phone to share a story. And that's really what it was about, to value African women's stories and to highlight them. Um, so, what we did in terms of the selection uh, process out of the um, 100, and just under 200 films that we had um, submitted, we had a selection committee, which narrowed that down, and then those went to a jury, which was made up of film festival professionals and filmmakers from across Africa, so from Benin, Nigeria, South Africa, Tanzania, Kenya, and then, so that jury selected the the, the final 10. Um, the the ten winning f- films or we, we're actually not winning. We're just calling them selected because there's no losers in this. All the films were amazing. Um, but the ten selected films came from four from Kenya, two from Nigeria, two from South Africa, one from Egypt, and one from Ghana. We did get films from, like I said, from eighteen countries, um, many languages. Um, and I think it was a very hard selection to get them down to 10. Um, it does highlight though, that often we're still seeing a skills gap um, and it's probably even more so amongst women in countries like Kenya, Nigeria, South Africa, and, and Egypt as well, and, and even Ghana, who tend to have more developed film industries. Um, we did get films though from Ethiopia, Mali, ben, um, Benin, Zimbabwe, Namibia, um, Cote d'Ivoire, Uh, Yeah, so across the spectrum, Algeria, I mean, it was amazing, the the diversity that came in. Um, But we will be focusing more and more also on on doing interventions in in countries where you're not finding as an advanced film industry. So outside of kind of the, the big three, which is Kenya, Nigeria and South Africa. The the films that are premiering at uh, 3 p.m. Central Africa time on the 10th of July at the um, Lodima Foundation Facebook page are very powerful. Um, some of them you could even say are disturbing. Um, there were a number of themes that kept coming up in the films, domestic um, violence, gender-based violence, frighteningly prevalent, and very obvious the fact that I think it's four of the films deal with this issue. Um, and some of them in quite powerful and upsetting ways. Um, but there are also the films, there's also uh, comedy, um, there's lightheartedness, there's hope, um, there's an incredible amount of, of resilience that's on display. And what's amazing is is both the diversity of the experiences that's, that the films show, and also some of the similarities that beneath it all, um, you know, a, lo- a lot of women are just struggling with the, the same things regardless of their where they're from, what. Class, um, what country? So, um, but definitely the 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 films are all very moving, and um, I think after you've watched all ten together, it's it's a lot to think about, and it's it's actually very very powerful. Um, so we think that you know these are the kind of stories, women's stories, that aren't you know forced or scripted when you just ask women what is your story what are you experiencing that's where the power comes from and it's the stories and it's very hard to tell a story in in two minutes and these are two minute films um but it's unbelievable how these 10 films all uh give a a a fantastic story each one is a unique story that is um, amazingly conveyed in two minutes or less so I definitely think um, there's no way that anyone wouldn't be moved um, when you watch these as all together as a document of, of what women have been experiencing under COVID-19 in Africa. So the 10 two-minute films will be premiering at 3 p.m. C.A.T. Central Africa time on Ladema Foundation on Facebook from the 11th of July, we, um, they will be available on our website, africa. They'll also be available um, on the My Movies Africa app, which is can be downloaded on um, for, for Android phones. It's a web um, video on demand platform out of Kenya. Also on the True African channel, which is on the premium free bouquet, which is um, in West Africa. And then we also have a number of other partners, the Africa in Motion Film Festival, which is in Scotland, will be hosting it on their website and social media. And um, also a Brazilian festival, which has gladly, uh, well, thankfully translated these into Portuguese. So we will also have a Portuguese version that's also available on the Africa in Motion platform. So yeah, we invite everyone to tune in for the premiere at 3 p.m. today on Friday or at your own leisure to visit our websites and watch the films.
0: There's an opportunity knocking on your door. If you're abiding for the maker, ladies, there's an opportunity knocking on your door. Lara Utane Preston, the uh, co-founder of uh, the Ladima Foundation. So today is a very big day uh, for the ladies uh, who really have been working very, very hard. As well as... um, Aurelia Stratton. We will chat to them in a few moments' time. So do stay with us right here on SFM. Uh, Quickly, WhatsApp message from Elliot Gazi in Hermanas. He says, in as far as COVID-19 is concerned, numbers are increasing in Zueli, Hermanas. People are not obeying the rules. It's business as usual, and it's dangerous business there. Please, hey, batonga. Tia um, Madlala says, uh, "The uh, says uh, you know this uh, burden is heavy. He says he is very scared. This COVID nineteen has no ngagara. He says it has no boss. It's not here to play. It is rough. So please, whatever you can do, look after yourself. As a belief." France Mopape, France Komabupande, we got to ask a many thanks. In a few moments' time, we'll talk to Aurelie and we'll talk to Fezek. We will find out uh, from the ladies how it has been, uh, you know, putting together movies during these uh, trying times. And just the feeling of being nominated among the top 10. And this is exciting already. I'm thinking already they must be feeling like winners. So we chat to them in a few moments. Stay with us. A pleasure and a privilege to welcome uh, movers and shakers in the world of film, uh, content creation, and a whole lot more. Fezega Tolagele as well as uh, Aurélie Stratton. Ladies, good morning. Happy Friday. Thank you for waking up so early. Good morning. <laughs> Whew, welcome to the show and uh, congratulations for making the top 10. Uh, tell us about yourselves. Uh, let's start with you, Aurélie.
2: Yes. Hi. Yeah. Um, thanks. So uh, the film is called "I'll Call You Later," and it's about a woman during lockdown because that was the theme for the festival, um, who is trapped in her house with an abusive partner.
0: Sure. That that that's rough because uh, much of what we've heard in the news has not been so great.
2: Exactly. Which is one of the reasons why. When I was writing the script, that was the first thing that came to me because um, violence against women, especially right now in our country, is quite a huge problem.
0: Wow. Fazaka, in, in your case? Fazaka? Okay. We, I think we seem to have lost uh, Fazaka there. Oh, really, in in terms of length, how long are, are the films in terms of length?
2: Well, this was a challenge. It was uh, it, they wanted two-minute short films, and getting a, a narrative across in two minutes is is, is quite hard. I it went through several editing processes because my original, my first edit was about six minutes, but um, the film festival wanted just two. Um, so it's it's quite hard to get a full story across in two minutes.
0: She two minutes. I'm I'm thinking. It's almost like uh, you, you you ended up uh, almost uh, speaking in code in the script. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's just
2: it's it's hard, but it's doable. It's Doable. I like uh, that.
0: I like the doable yeah. part. Fezeka, thank you for joining us. Are you well, mum? Yes, I'm good. And how are you? We're well, thank you. Tell us about your story and how it feels.
3: Um <laughs> my story um blunder I mean you it's, it's 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 a very comical and a very uh a, a nice story, interesting story and putting it together during this time um of corona it was very difficult but I'm glad I, I, I made it.
0: Uh, I really was just saying that uh, editing was, uh, was a big mission. I mean, putting things down to two minutes, uh, not Yo, very easy. No, it is very
3: difficult. <laughs> it was very difficult because you want to tell so much in such a short period of time. And you have to spend some time as well because there's such a time given. So it was very difficult.
0: Because getting the best shots and the best parts, not easy, because I, I know when you shoot, you aim for the best and the, as, as few a take as possible. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in terms of uh, scripting, I mean, short space of time, when COVID uh, started hitting us, around January, it was progressively getting there. When did you guys get the briefs, uh, orally? Um, It was, I, I think it
2: was after the hard lockdown. So it was kind of, you know, when we went from level five, I think, to uh, level four, we were almost in level three. It was somewhere around there. Um, I saw the brief and you know everyone was at home so there was a lot of time to write and be creative so I just took that moment to create something because as artists I think we get frustrated when we're not creating
0: I can imagine that so already you uh, you are multifaceted in terms of what you do at uh, beginning your journey in in filmmaking what was your agenda in the arts
2: Well, you know, you all go to drama school and uh, and dream of getting an Oscar as an actor. (laughs) That's the first thing you do when you're a drama student, and then that evolves and changes. And I still I still act and I still perform, but you eventually want to control you want to control the narrative, and you want to you know I find myself sitting in a position where I still love performing and acting, but I wanted to create and tell stories. What's so the last job you did, I creating my own work. Sorry? What's Say the last job
0: you did so that we can put a, p- a face uh, to the owner?
2: Oh, um, the, the the last thing is um, I played a doctor in the MLS show, Still Breathing.
0: Ah, ah! now we know. Now we know. <laughs> you can't hide anymore. First of all, from MLAZIM, Dagababa. The desire to explore filmmaking and develop what, uh, you know, the statement you're making in your craft. How did it start?
3: Oh, well, I mean, my story is almost similar to Auriela, but, um, you know, growing up in a disadvantaged community, and it's just taught me to want to explain more and the things that I can do with my talent, you know. What what more can I do about it? So I've always wanted to tell stories in a more simple way, but in the most funny way that everyone can relate, you know, just like Landa, Everyone can relate to Landa, whether you live in the old times, in, 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 in this time of COVID-19, whether you are a teenager, old person, whoever. So it's always been my dream to say, okay, right now I'm coming from a very disadvantaged community where there's less resources, but then how can I archive all these stories and, 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 and just make them
0: to be available for the next coming generation. So for me, theater and films has always been Wow. Now, here's COVID-19. Here's a script. Here are the lockdown rules, level five. The film <laughs> industry gets told, no hugging, no kissing. Everything <laughs> must change. How did you guys maneuver that? Let's uh, start with you, already. <laughs>
2: With great difficulty. I mean, luckily, I mean, you know, when I wrote my script, it was just um, two two women. So obviously, I just decided I I just played the smaller part because you know you have to direct the film as well. And um, I got an actress, um, Shimon Ezra, on board um, to help me out with it. And obviously, you just have to stick to the social distancing rules. And when you're not shooting, wear your masks and do all you can. Um, and I, I didn't use any crew. I just shot it myself. It was just it was just easier to do it that way.
0: Wow. Lady of many hats. I'd like to spend a day with you. You could teach me a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> in your case? <laughs> uh, well, it, this is a very
3: funny thing for me because, you know, you want to make a movie in a, in a time of COVID-19 where people are unemployed. There's no money, you know. And another, another barrier is that as young people, we are used to hugging and, and touching each other. You know, whenever we, we never meet because it has been, it has been a lot, such a long time since we've seen each other. So whenever we see each other, we're just going to jump onto each other and you not know, sticking to the rules and, and, and all of that. But other than that, uh, I had to hire actors, number one, uh, professional actors, and because they, they are prices. And I specifically wanted those actors because I believe they would execute my vision the way I wanted it to be. And my DOP and editor, he charges his, his own price. But they all believed in me and they came in for me and they do it for free. All I had to do was to transport them and buy breakfast and lunch. And thanks again to my co-producer, Osenzevier Tamagwani, who was there for me, helping me step by step.
0: Wow, that's the spirit of South Africa there. You know, yeah, yeah. realizing there's a good story to be told that everyone must know about and just getting there, and getting the story told and forget about other things. Now budgets okay. ladies, I mean you had two minutes but uh, the budgets doesn't necessarily translate to two minutes does it?
2: No, budgets are, are always very hard and I, I firmly believe the reason why we, we we struggle, you know, to to compete with international workers because we don't have the budgets, not because we don't have the talents. So, so. It's, it's it's always difficult doing that. That's why, you know, if you can if you can wear many hats for a short film like this, and if you can eliminate certain things, um, like for example, being able to film it yourself, then it helps with the budget. But we all do what we can, I suppose. <laughs>
0: Because I'm 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 curious in terms of funding and also um, trying to run away from saying this is a niche market, as it were. But this is a very crucial um, story to tell at the right time. This would mean oh. a lot of people will be jumping at this.
2: Mm. Definitely, I I think um, you know it, it's you can make a good film on a, on 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 a small budget, but I mean it's. It's you know, it's difficult because also, you know, if people are living in, in somewhere where you don't have a camera and you don't have access to it or you don't have access to Wi-Fi because, like, for example, my editor, I just sent, you know, I, I transferred all my footage to my editor. I didn't have to be in the editing room. It, it makes it much more difficult, and I'm sure there are people out there with many stories
0: to tell. Sure. A lot of trust involved here. Mm. Definitely. Sure. Um, obviously, in your case, you're telling a COVID-19 story, a serious story in a bit of a comical way. What happens in a nutshell in the story?
3: <laughs> okay. Um, well, basically I can say it's almost like a true story, you know, because um, this year my boyfriend my was supposed to come and play the baller, you know. It didn't happen because there was COVID-19 and everything had to stop and everything had to pause, you know. So we, we tried and, and we came up with good ideas of how can you do this, you know, because we wanted so bad to, 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 to make it happen. But then at the very same time, we were very skeptical because our families are very traditional and old-fashioned, you know. Um, so we, we ended up not, not doing it anymore, but we decided, okay, let, you know what, let's just make it a film because we can't do it anymore, so just make, let's just make it a film. You know, it's almost like a true story. I,
0: I I like the taboos that are involved when certain things culturally just cannot be postponed, come rain or high water.
2: <laughs> because you know that you know how old people
3: are, especially the ones that uh, 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 do not uh, go with the times of technology and all of that. So they will be like if you set a date for something so serious like this, you just need to keep up. You just need to do it. You know. So those are the things that i was very scared of with my family that if my boyfriend is going to come and now this covid 19 he's just going to put so much pressure on him you know and for him to come even though there's regulations and all of that you
0: know? I, i'm just imagining you suggesting that lobola gets paid via e-wallet or virtually <laughs> and your parents say i go and it's not going to happen <laughs> Yeah.
3: <laughs> And then there's nothing problems in the sky. Yes,
0: everything is just image. <laughs> that feel very short sure change for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? In your case, I mean, this is a, a a tough one because in your movie, you have these two sisters who haven't seen each other for a while, and they're the, the talking yeah. via technology. And there's something that is burning the one sister. Yeah. Well, that it was
2: that's what I wanted to show because, you know, I kept reading reports during lockdown about, you know, how it was affecting women who were in abusive relationships and um, exploring the idea of a family member feeling helpless because you, you're on the phone. What do you do? You're not allowed outside your house. So, and I know that that's something that has happened to many women across the world during this crisis.
0: Hey, also so, yeah also the fact that the family dynamics have been affected by this in many ways, and you wonder if uh, it's for a, for the good or for the bad
2: exactly well, that's the question I think the film kind of asks um it's it is a tough one it's 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 hard hitting so mine isn't um isn't a comedy <laughs> but um you know, I felt it was important to make a, a comment on it. It just it just happened to to go that way when I when I sat in front of the computer writing it. I,
0: I, I take it you both will agree that uh, regardless of the approach you took, these are the real stories in South Africa.
3: Yes, yes, they are. Yes. Definitely.
0: Wow. Definitely,
2: uh, and I think what is also so great about this festival is that it's highlighting women women in film. You know, um, because we have stories and we have worth and, you know, it's important for us to tell them.
0: I'm, I'm loving the fact that, you know, not only did you put these together, you guys directed them yourselves? Yes,
2: yes,
3: yes I did. My friend, I directed my, friend, my friend.
0: I'd love to work with you because I've worked with, uh, you know, lady directors. It's a lot of fun. I must confess, <laughs> you guys are strict, but uh, are a lot of fun to work with. That's good to know. <laughs> I, I, I promise. Uh, now, you're part of the top ten, ne? And and, yeah. and and there are other other eight others in, in 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 the continent. Obviously, you ladies are flying the flag um, for us here. What what do you think of the work that you've seen with the other ladies? Do you have any worries, or are you confident that you're going to ace this? Or really?
2: Um, I don't have any worries. I mean, they're releasing them today, so I'm really excited to see them all and see and see all the work. Um, I'm not worried. I feel like we're all we're all on the same playing field. You know, we were we were all selected, and I'm, I'm excited to see the work that's been done and the stories that are being told.
0: Absolutely. And and uh, for you, Faziga.
2: And for me, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm very excited, you know, because with, with the practice of, of, of what happens, you know, the, the, the fact that all these ladies from all these continents are able to put such stories, and the stories are out there to be seen by the whole lot of African people, you know. So I'm very excited to, to, to see how other worlds experience this COVID-19, you know, what are other matters that uh, we can look up to, because maybe we can say, as South Africa, we are in a very hard lockdown, only to find that other people are in a deep you know, Sorry for that. so other people are in the deep end of office, you know, so I'd really love to see uh, what are other stories that we can explore as African women in telling the films.
0: It's about time that uh, there's a whole lot of you, and it's about time it's it's, it's fantastic, that uh, yeah. you are putting this forward. Uh, what does that this mean for you? Did, is is it opening more doors for you? Is it getting people to not only look at you as filmmakers but as that di- independent directors as well? Because I mean, obviously, where you are, you can't avoid wearing more than one hat. Um, really?
3: Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely, because. Uh, right now, I was I was thinking that um, you know probably we can look at ways of expanding our our, our, our relationship. You know, maybe partnering up with someone in Kenya because I think we've got a similar a similar story to tell. You know, and then what other things that I can borrow from Kenya, and what other things that I uh, can borrow from. You know, so this is this has just created a very diverse partnership between. Uh, Countries all all over uh, the
0: African continent. Fantastic stuff! Now, both of you. Starting with you, Aurel. What What are you working on now? Because uh, this is done and dusted. We're waiting for the good news. Obviously, people like you never rest. While the other one is in progress, the other one is on the drawing board. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm
2: working on a feature film script with a friend, and um, I have I've also got a few, you know, you you pitch you pitch a lot to channels with T with, with V shows and things. So fingers crossed something comes there. But the, the, the very next thing I'm doing is I started a an NPO, um it was the grandchild of a choreographer by the name of Owen Lonza and we're called Waiting in the Wings and what we are doing is raising money for artists who've been affected by COVID nineteen. Um, because a lot of live performing artists, drummers musicians, all sorts of actors. Um, a lot of a lot of their work comes from eventing, from events, from corporate events, from theatre, and that's all shut, and they've not been able to even just buy food. So um, we have an online concert called Open Spaces, which is going to be happening in August to raise more funds. We've raised quite a bit so far um, to, to just send food vouchers and help people pay rent, and uh, we're hoping the, the concert will also employ artists
0: as well as feed artists. Fantastic stuff. All, yeah.
3: um, um Right now, I'll, I'll be starting a, a three-month uh, entrepreneurship program in directing and producing. And also, I'm also working at Ink TV. It's an online um, uh, YouTube channel that um, focuses on the issues uh, 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 and raising awareness around the youth area here in Gwama, Shundu, and Inanda. And I'm also putting in more work uh, in writing language so that it grows and it becomes a a, a full movie. You know, um, yeah.
0: Well, ladies, I'm proud to have spoken to you, and I'm proud of the Thank work you. that you do. And I I hope uh, more work comes your way. And uh, as Fazekha, you said, more collaborations hopefully as well. And, uh, you know, the projects that you're working on, uh, we shall be there to come and audition and uh, see if uh, we can (laughs) follow rules accordingly. But most of all, congratulations on making the top ten and wishing you the best of luck because today is a big day for you and, uh, you know, the upcoming days as people go on uh, Facebook and check out the movies and, uh, you know, agree with the judges.
2: Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Very well done, ladies. We will uh, talk to you on the flip side because uh, this is what South Africa is about, telling our stories, at least we are telling our stories, the way they should be told, which is fantastic. Congratulations, and uh, thank you for joining us on this fabulous Friday. Thank you so much. Have a fabulous weekend, ladies. Thank you, you too. Lovely, thank you. That's Aurelie uh, Stratton as well as the uh, Um, who are the filmmakers. Blunder, that's uh, a film by. Uh, uh, Fezaga and uh, a film called I'll Call You Later. So if you go to the Ladima www.ladima.africa dot africa, you'll be able uh, to watch the movies uh, on fe- us uh, on Facebook as well. They premiere today and will be available for you to watch. They're part of the top ten. Uh, um, the top ten selected uh, films that are premiered today and of course they work with uh, the Ladima Foundation and the WK Academy telling stories in two minutes about what's happening in as far as uh, the lockdown is concerned. Also uh, you can go to AIM F- uh, Aim Film Fest AIM Film Fest Festival for more as uh, African women tell their stories right here on SFM